Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. I don't take anything personal in this business for sure. Love Trent, love what he's done for this franchise and his team, but we expect him back soon. Grant and Danny, 106.7 The Fan. We are at Redskins training camp. About uh, 20 feet to our right, Chad Englehart, who's the head Redskins strength and conditioning mind on the staff, is uh, running Bryce Love through a plethora of drills uh, with some uh, obstacles laid out on the field. And he's working on that knee strength. Of course, yep. he was a mid-round draft pick. Probably going to get redshirted for much of this season out of Stanford. The running back position for the Redskins. All is, of a sudden, it's deep, huh? It's loaded, man. Yeah. They re-signed Adrian Peterson. Of course, last year's draft pick, Darius Geis, a second-round pick, expected to debut. And, and one note from yesterday's press conference from Gruden to pass along. Geis, despite that hamstring scare last week, is apparently 100% ready to go, will not have any kind of setback or, or ramifications from that hamstring going into camp. He's going to be cleared to be full participant for everything that they do. So that's huge coming off of the torn ACL. And it's instructive, I think. The first thing they have those guys do is they're, you, you get ready to kind of do some of your individual drills before you start the team session, which now they're running through some plays and the like, right? So the linemen are hopping over obstacles and working on quick feet. First thing the running backs did, they came, as you touched on, about 20 feet to our left and pass blocking. Right. Chopping their feet, pass blocking. Chop your feet, pass block. That is the new era in the NFL. It's can you play on all three downs, maybe. Can you protect the passer that's almost as or more important than how good you are actually running the football and those guys are just the start of the depth chart yeah Samaje Piran was drafted in the fourth round and when he's gotten opportunities we've seen him rush for 100 yards against the Saints has made the most of them the one knock on him has been that he fumbles the football and that's a big knock but he also has had some success he's a, a guy without a role at this point so they're deeper probably at that position even before you get to Bryce Love than they have been in a long long time Let's get to left tackle and no Trent Williams for a moment. Uh, Joe Theismann, by the way, is going to join us live on site here coming up in about eight minutes on 106.7 The Fan. Without Williams here, Eric Flowers took the first snap at left tackle. They really only have two options, Flowers and Jerron Christian. Now, neither of these are good options. I want you to think about the movie Argo, where they basically were throwing a bunch of ideas out there on how to get people out of a country, and they decided on the worst Option that the was least originally thrown out, yeah. but it was the best of all of their worst <laughs> options. Eric Flowers versus Jerron Christian is kind of comparable to that, in my opinion. That is where we are at this point with the tackle position. Flowers is 25. He's been in the league for five seasons, the first four of them with the New York Giants, and then, of course, spending a year with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jerron Christian, meanwhile, is going into his second year as a third-round pick, and they'll be debating between those two guys, and we'll get into that in more detail. But... I told you Joe Theismann would be joining us in just a few minutes. We're you gonna promise we deliver. That's right. We're actually going to have him on right now because uh, he is fresh off of watching some quarterback drills on the practice field, and he joins us Hi guys. on Grant hey Joe. and Danny. How you doing? Very cool to have Good you to on you finally in person. How are you? Yes, I know. We don't get to do this very often in person, so it's great to be with you guys. I want to start with you educating us on what training camp was like when you played compared to right now because I'd <laughs> Same, imagine right? 
This is unrecognizable. Is team. this training camp or is this a summer camp? I'm not sure. I mean, this is. Uh, they're, they're about to start doing arts and crafts. Yeah, they are pretty close, I think. No, it's it's different. I mean, everything is different in this day and age. Um, obviously, we had two a days uh, under Coach Allen. We went three hours a day uh, in the morning, three hours in the afternoon. So it was a lot more difficult uh, from a time standpoint. Actually, keeping your jerseys and, and equipment dry was the hardest thing to do. So, um, but uh, you know, there was there was a bigger workload. We did a lot more hitting than they do today. Um, we had two sessions, two full hard sessions. The guys will work this morning for about two hours, and then they'll do walkthroughs in the afternoon at four. Jay actually flipped the schedule a couple of years ago. They used to work harder in the afternoon, and then uh, in the morning was somewhat easy. But I think this gives them a chance to recover a little bit more. I mean, it really is all about recovery today. Yeah. We never thought about recovering. We just thought about getting out there. And that's that's one of the biggest differences uh, as far as the size. The size of the squads were basically unlimited. Here you've got a limited number. Um, oh, I love training camp. I love coming here the first day. I love watching guys. I you know, rode over with uh, Byron Marshall, and I, I gave them a ride over at Dwayne this morning. So we just talked a little bit about, you know, this is the first day of the – really for – for Dwayne, it's the first day of the rest of his life. Was that from the hotel here, you're saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what was that? I mean, so you rode with Haskins. I brought him over. Num number seven and number seven. That's I'm, so cool. I'm delivering him personally. All right. You practice. drove him? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's hilarious. So That's he so hops cool. in your car. No, I asked him. I said, you guys Is there an Uber app for Joe Thais? Yeah, I said, just... hey, you guys want to ride over? Come on with me. All right. going on the bus. So, so, we drove so you over. drive him over. And uh, and what's that conversation like? We, do, we, you know, we, we both grew up in a very similar place. Uh, he's from around the Highland Park area in New Jersey. I grew up in South River. I mean, we're literally 15, 20 minutes from one another growing up and talked about growing up in New Jersey. Byron grew up in California. It's a little bit of a different world. And uh, just talking about the process of, of becoming a, a football player in the National Football League. Byron's well aware of it. He's been here enough. And, Dwayne, it's a whole new world. Um, this is where it gets different. OTAs, mini camps, pretty much controlled environment. This will be a little bit more. You've got all the, the starters here. You've got you know, the higher quality of guys as opposed to just a bunch of young kids who are trying to figure out what's going on. Not that they're not great athletes, but – it's, it's like any job. You have to understand what the job requires. You have to understand what the job's about. I think the toughest position to play in any professional sport is quarterback. You can talk to hockey players, basketball players, baseball players. They'll tell you the same thing. It's demanding not only physically, but it's tremendously demanding mentally. And that's the process that you have to go through. And I always refer to, to Peyton Manning uh, when I think of his rookie season when he threw 29 interceptions. You just don't come into this league and take it by storm. You know, Ben Roethlisberger was very blessed. He wound up on a football team, terrific offensive line, great running backs, great defense. Uh, you know, basically just steer the boat yep. is basically what's able to do and, and got a Super Bowl. Uh, it doesn't happen very often in this league. And we've got a lot of young guys, Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray, got some young guys, Dwayne, you know, guys that will be trying to figure it out. So, and Joe Theismann's with us here. We're live at training camp on Grant and Danny. You've gotten to know Dwayne a little bit. Uh, a little bit. We spent a little drafted. bit of time yeah. together, yeah. Just, Not a lot, but I like him a lot. There's there's two – to me, Joe, I, I'm just drawn to the, to the kid. I've never spoken to him, but it seems to be magnetic, charismatic, smart, sharp, and the physical tools. Like you can't take your eyes off him when he's walking out to the field. He's huge. Yeah, he looks he's, like, he's much bigger than everybody else he looks out like, there. Right. It looks like he got lost from the tight end meeting or well, something. Well, I, like I, I laugh I laugh because when you see a seven on somebody that big, you wonder who it is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> certainly the one I wore was a lot smaller. Just give us your your impressions of him uh, to this point. I think I think all – from a from an eye standpoint, when you look at him, he fits the bill perfectly. His size, his speed, spins the ball well. 
throws it well, throws the ball down the field well. All of those physical tools are something you can only judge by, uh, by looking at him. He possesses all that, smart, intelligent, uh, has a wonderful sense, of, feel of confidence slash humility. Uh, he believes in his ability, which I think is paramount to be able to walk out on this football field, no matter what position you play. The question is, is how quickly can you process the information that you're being given and then get out on the football field and be able to react versus think? The instant you think on a football field, you're going to be a step behind. You're going to be a half, half yard off on your throw, which is huge. I mean, an inch in this business is huge, but you take it to a half yard and it's even bigger. Um, and that's the thing that we don't know. That is the that is the question mark that remains is as he progresses, uh, how will he be able to assimilate everything that he needs to to play the position? I mean, physically, there's no question. He's very talented. Mentally, uh, he has the capability to process, but then it's different once everything starts flying around you. Joe Theismann on Grant and Danny. One of the big stories over the next couple of days is, is going to be Trent Williams. This team's paid him over $100 million over the last nine seasons. Yeah. And over the last three years, he's made $42 bucks. Was the highest paid player, highest paid offensive lineman in football three years ago. And still is one of the top six highest paid at his position. He's holding out. Now, there are conflicting reports. Is he mad at the, the medical staff? Does he want a new contract? My point is when I hear that he wants a new contract, regardless of the medical stuff, then it's really about money, too, at the end of the day. How do you think this gets settled? Because it, I'm just thinking from the perspective of the Redskins, if I pay him, what's to keep a guy like Ryan Kerrigan three-fifths of the way through a deal to say Two years on a contract left. You have Brandon Sheriff coming up as a free agent. Right. I mean, you, you have to look at the overall impact of the economics that you're going to commit to an individual. Um, Trent has only played an average, I think, in the last since 2013. He's averaged 12 games a year, been suspended twice. These are all things that you have to take into consideration, and his age. You know, he's nine years in the league. How many more great years is he going to have? No question, he's, he's, a, he's a talent. He's a, he's a wonderful talent at the tackle position. But like everybody finds out, there's always somebody there waiting in the wings, and all that person needs to do is show that they can fill someone else's shoes, and uh, the shoes go on somebody else. Uh, certainly, you know, Trent at the left tackle position has been vital, but then we've only had him from three-fourths of a season. Um, and Ryan, Ryan, to me, Ryan Kerrigan's been the best football player on his team for the last four or five years. I mean, there's, I don't think anybody would argue with that. And the comp here is, I mean, he too is three-fifths of the way through an extension. He theoretically is in the same boat as Trent. Other guys get paid more that aren't as good as him now that as have gotten paid more recently. As the cap goes up, as the market expands. And, he'll, and, and he'll, he's at work. And he'll reap the benefits of it a year from now. Right. I, I, would love to, I would love to see Trent come in. I would love to see Trent come in, play the full season, with one year left on the contract, then he's going to get that last contract possibly uh, with some big numbers attached to it. Right now, I don't see the Redskins in a situation where they have to sign him. They have to bring him in now. They have to get him ready. Um, they brought in Eric Flowers, and certainly when cuts start happening, maybe you don't find somebody as good as Trent Williams, but you find somebody who is efficient to be able to get the job done there. Um, nobody, I, you know, the one thing that I've learned about in this business is no one is expendable. Everybody is replaceable in this business. I don't care how good you think you are from the quarterback position all the way down to a kicker or anybody else. Um, there's always, and, and I look at it this way. In Trent's case, he is creating an opportunity for other guys. That's the big thing. He's, you know, by him not being here, other players are going to get a chance to get put on film. They're going to get a chance to work that they necessarily wouldn't have gotten. So, you know, does it make it harder to start Haskins 
if if it's Eric Flowers or Jerron Christian. Though. You're not going to. St- I, I don't know. I, I listen to you guys talk about that. Dwayne is is not ready to start. And look at our first five games. Let's be realistic. Let, let's be real, okay? Instead of projecting, because I hear you talk a lot about, well, he's going to play some time during the course of the year. Is he going to be a starter? Um, you have to have somebody that has experience to be able to start, okay? The, the young man's played 13 football games. That's number one. We open at Philadelphia. Then we get the Cowboys at home. Then we get the Bears at home. Then we get the Giants in New York, and then we get New England. Those are our first five games. Yeah. Now, now, logically, and, and like I say, this has nothing to do with I love the kid, but the process has to be gone through to get him to a point where you can lead the football team. You got a bunch of – you got Landon. Landon Collins didn't come here. Uh, to wait until at some period of time. This football thing, Ryan Kerrigan put it very well. Landon Collins didn't come here to be ready for 2034. He came here to play and win now. And that's what this football team needs to do. And that, that's basically what Case and, Case and Colt can bring to the table is the experience of the position. And the experience is invaluable. You learn it by doing things well. You learn it by making mistakes. I think in Dwayne's case, it's just going to be a process. Now, you know, is it going to affect the left tackle position? We don't know. I mean, you can put a tight end over there and make guys rush a little further out, help out the left tackle. There's ways to help. You can put it back there and chip if there's a really good pass rusher. If Khalil Mack lines up on the, on the right side chip. of the defense, <laughs> chip him. Yeah. You, you got a run or do you got a minute? I got a minute. All right. I, I want to tackle this again with you in a second because I want to get into this. We've talked a lot about week one. I don't want to see Dwayne Haskins before midseason, but it seems to me like you're saying – Let's even just hit the brakes a little bit and take a bigger, longer view on this. Joe Theismann, shedding some knowledge. I think this is important for Redskins fans. Live at training camp day one. What better way to kick things off our coverage on Grant and Danny than with the great Joe Theismann right here on 106.7 The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.